tax tax which is always exciting. GST reform. That's a great idea. Have a more efficient yeah. tax. Hey everyone and welcome. This is Tax Wrap episode 17. We're almost up to episode 20. That's getting scary. It's almost been well, a full year. Well, not quite, but we're getting there. Yep. Uh, this is Nathan Hewitt and today you're joined by Ange. How are you doing, Ange? Oh, hi, Nathan. We're just the two of us today. Very intimate. Yeah, the dynamic <laughs> duo, as I like to refer to it. Now, today we're going to talk about novated leasing as it is heading into FBT time. Yep. And we found of late that a lot of our um, the people that reach out to us have a lot of questions about FBT because it's sort of a, a thing that's difficult to understand and difficult to comply with yeah. and novated leasing especially. So Angie's going to take us through novated leasing because she is something of an expert <laughs> in that field. As much as you can be, yeah. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? So yeah. Angie, what is FBT? Uh, sorry, novated leasing. So uh, it, uh, novation, um, as they call it, is basically where the employee will take out the lease for a car mm-hmm. and... Um, either through a leasing company or a financing company of some sort, but then the employer takes on the obligations and responsibilities under that lease. The employer will deduct from the employee's salary under the salary sacrifice the amount that needs to be repaid under the lease, as well as running costs for the vehicle. And where uh, the contribution method is used, they will also um, withhold a contribution, which we'll go into a little bit further. So basically the leasing or finance company ends up invoicing the employer on the on the monthly or fortnightly basis, and the employer meets those obligations on behalf of the employee. So I guess the question is, you know, why, why do you salary package it this and what does it do? So, it basically means that um, first off, an employee is getting a vehicle almost at a discount, if you like, mm-hmm. because of the fact that first and foremost, your employer would be able to claim uh, GST input tax credits, so almost 10% off your vehicle price to begin with. Then with, depending obviously on the size and type of employer you've got, they might even be able to get a fleet discount for you on the vehicle to begin with as well. Um, And that can be up to 10% too. So So if a company buys, say, you know, a thousand vehicles or whatever, you get a discount as part of it. I mean, I don't know how a lot of the fleet discounts work. I mean, it might even be a company that buys 20 cars at a time and, you know, they get a fleet discount. So ultimately you're getting that sort of upfront discount as an employee that you wouldn't ordinarily get just walking into a, a car dealership. Mm-hmm. Um, on top of that, you're getting the repayments for your vehicle taken out of your pre-tax salary. So what does that mean? Well, it means that at the end of the year, when you go to lodge your tax return, your assessable income is lower mm-hmm. because they've taken that amount out and it doesn't show or doesn't reflect in your payment summary. They also take out the running costs from your pre-tax salary as well. So um, again, it reduces your your accessible income, but it also means that the employer will take the 10% for the input tax credits again as well. So you're actually, in essence, paying maybe a little bit less for the running costs. Mm-hmm. Um, it also gives you a degree of flexibility in knowing what your outgoings for your car are every fortnight or every month, okay. depending on what you've arranged, because it will be the same amount every fortnight or every month Mm -hmm. and you won't have any surprises with your car so whether it's repairs or you know accident maintenance anything like that Mm -hmm. um so what do they factor in they factor in registration insurance tires car washes really yeah everything 
So um, the idea is it's a complete and utter car package. Okay. Uh, so that's something to keep in mind. While it all sounds great, we have to look at the cons as well. Um, anything, anytime an employer provides an employee with use of a car, it's a car fringe benefit. So fringe benefits tax does arise, and obviously that's an obligation of the employer, not the employee. However, it if there is FBT payable, it will end up as a reportable fringe benefit on the employee's summary anyway. So going back to what I mentioned earlier, there is what they call the employee contribution method. Mm. So what will happen is at the time of preparing the lease documentation and working out the scheduling for the repayments, uh, they will, the employer or the leasing company will calculate what the estimated FBT for that year is. And that is what they base the employee contribution on. Okay. By paying the employee contribution, the employee effectively reduces all the FBT to nil. Okay. What's the difference between, how does it work? Well, basically the lease and running costs will come out of your pre-tax salary, but the contribution has to come out of post-tax salary. So uh, the only way you can reduce FBT is by making a post-tax contribution. Mm-hmm. And the, the reason for that, or the rationale for that, is you're already getting a pre. If you're doing something pre-tax, you're already getting it sort of in a discounted field, so mm-hmm. to speak, pre-tax. Um, so then, also using it to reduce tax doesn't make sense. So it has to be out of post-tax salary and wage. So you'll always say there will be a, a dual component to the amount that your employer withholds from your pay okay. each month or each fortnight. Um, <clears throat> What does it? What's the pros and cons for an employer? Well, pros. I, I like to think that employers do like to retain staff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, encourage motivation and, and loyalty. So it's definitely um, <clears throat> worthwhile from that perspective. I'd say a car would definitely do that. Yeah, yeah. For most, for lucky. most people, um, it's got uh, it's it's basically got the input tax credits, which is a sort of a, a nil effect for them anyway. Mm-hmm. So just GST in and out. Um, but obviously, if you don't use the contribution method, you'll have FBT on it. So as an employer, you've got to have a policy in place on, you know, people who do want to sell package cars or use the Nevaded leasing method, then, you know, have a policy in place to cover how the FBT would be treated mm-hmm. um, for those types of employees. Um, I guess that's the key messages uh, from that. We do have some really good examples uh available in um, the December taxpayer journal for anyone who subscribes. We basically do uh, a mock-up example of an employee earning $70,000 a year. We say, okay, well, what what's the impact on this person's salary and wages using the marginal tax rates? Um, so we said in general, it'd be somewhere in the vicinity of 38,000 for someone who doesn't sell a package anything. Then if they salary package but do not make employee contributions, we said that their net disposable income would be in the vicinity of 40,000, 40,500. Alternatively, where they salary package and make employee contributions, the net disposable income came to approximately 42,000. So, okay, we're talking about a few thousand here or there, but um, when you look at it compared to the original net disposable income of 38,000 mm. to 42,000, it difference. is quite a difference. Yeah, it is. And, you know, most people would prefer that money in their pocket then. Totally. That's a distinct advantage. <laughs> it is, it is. So um, for, for further calculations, we do actually have a tool 
It's called the salary packaging ready reckoner. It does it for you and it's simple. It just input a bit of the basic information. So the salary of the employee, um, roughly the estimated kilometers for the year and the uh, base value of the car for the year. Mm -hmm. And it pretty much calculates everything else for you, including salary packaging with or without the contributions and how it would affect um, the overall tax position of that employee. So that's a really great tool. If you are a member, it is available to you in the member only section of the Taxpayers Australia site. If you're not a member, um, <clears throat> you are able to purchase it as a standalone product. So please contact us if you would like to discuss that, but it's a great tool. And uh, talking about timing, <laughs> yeah, well, we're coming close. Please reach out to us on one three hundred six five seven five seven two if you are considering uh, purchasing the salary packaging ready reckoner. And also, we'd like to draw your attention to uh, the FBT and motor vehicles webinar that we've got coming up. So that's uh, next Wednesday, the eighteenth of March. Yes, um, there are still places open. You still have time to register. Pretty much down to the wire, you can register. But it's best to do it now before the places fill up. Absolutely. And that is uh, widely regarded as a great resource. We just had our FBT seminar um, last week. And that was, um, it was, we got a lot of fantastic feedback from that. Yeah, and, well and, received. Yeah. And people wanted to have a thirst for knowledge in the FBT and motor vehicles area because it's something that a lot of people can't really claim to understand and get right a lot of the time. That's people right. struggle with and it. And it's so common now as well. well Employees thing, yeah. ask for it. So yeah. you'd want to have your head around it. Absolutely. Well, that pretty much covers everything off. Uh, you've been listening to Ange and Nath on Tax Wrap, episode 17. Please tune in next week. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, bye.